listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hey everybody, welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. This is Tiny. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Remember, uh, Jesus is the reason we uh, took over a pagan holiday. <laughs> and turned it into the modern celebration of Christmas that's been bastardized by Santa Claus and Coca-Cola. So that's where we're at, all right? Um, so Merry Feliz Navidad yeah. for all our... We uh, encourage everyone to worship the sun, not the sun. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a sweatshirt right there. Wise men still seek him, Tiny. You know? yeah. My dad had one of those. So. Nice. Yeah. Oh, anyways, it's almost Christmas. It is. This is our Christmas show. That's right. We're a little late recording because... uh, Our kids are doing everything they can to destroy, not just the show, but Christmas itself. That's right. But the spirit of Christmas and Earth Oddity podcast endures. That's right. We're going to always eventually get together (laughs) and record an episode. Uh, yeah, our kids have been sick. Last year, I ruined Christmas. Uh, all on me, you know. So I'm trying to be understanding about our children being sick because uh-huh. I know how easily it can happen. Well, yeah, we've had a bout of stomach virus. I don't here say too, that out loud so. because before I left, Dita was like, if anybody over there has a stomach virus recently over the stomach virus, do not go over there. <laughs> I would rather you bring home bronchitis than a, stu- a stomach virus. And I was like, yeah, but no, no, they just feel like the weather, like a cough or something. Yeah. Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And so I traipsed right on over here. <laughs> well, that was almost a week ago. So. Yeah, that's what I figured. We're yeah. in the clear. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> Deidre messed up and told Gloria, your mother-in-law yes. at church, that Hudson was sick. Mm-hmm. Hudson has strep throat. Strep throat just lives at my house. Mm-hmm. I actually think I'm a strep throat like carrier. Don't say that. Well, <laughs> no, that's the only like the only common denominator in everybody in my house getting strep throat all the time is except for me is me. I never get strep throat. All my kids always get it. They've had tonsils removed, everything. Anyways. Well, before you came over, that was a bit of a Oh yeah, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh yeah, you controversy. Did, because, you didn't grill me about Hudson. Well, you texted me Sunday, yes. and you were like, "I believe you said Hudson." Yeah, had strep well, throat, possibly li- Libby, possibly Libby, but Libby is a uh, she's a sympathy sickness. I so if somebody you. else gets sick, she's gonna be like, "Oh, I feel bad." It's really an attention thing. Mm-hmm. But anyways. well, I thought it was Libby had it, possibly Hudson, and then so like I wake about four o'clock this afternoon. Tara's like. So which one of them had it? And I was like, I, Libby, possibly Hudson. As of Sunday, that's yeah. what I thought. And she was like, well, no, because Deidre had talked to my mom, and she said it was Hudson. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, you I'm sorry. To, you try to catch me? You know? <laughs> I hate it when they do that. I'm glad I didn't swear an oath because I would be in contempt of court right now. Well, it was like you, I just perjured myself. <laughs> you already knew the answer. Why did you ask me this question? That's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, why would you ask me? I'm like, hey, you know what? Just render unto Gloria what's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> and render unto John was John's. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, well, Hudson's better. Like I say, he's finished his antibiotics, and he's back to his old self. Good. Uh, Unless it's time to clean up. <laughs> sure, yeah, I know. That's what <laughs> we, we had to clean up because the maid's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Because we got to pre-clean. Before, like, like the maid can't know how disgusting we are. Did, did she ever figure out how to clean your sinks properly? Yeah, no, they've been doing a <laughs> okay, jam-up job since that little thing. And John ready. got that straightened out quick, fast, and in a hurry. <laughs> in fact, the other night, Dieter was like, you know, the best money I've ever spent is having a house cleaner. And I was like, yeah. You were ready to fire three yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Good thing we didn't get too mad about the sinks not being clean, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, so we had to do all that. And Hudson was all like, ah, I was feeling a little weak. I just need to go <laughs> lay down for a little bit. So he wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah. Oh, he's milking it, which is whatever. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. It's fine. And he, uh, he spent all day out and about with the family, you know, in the living room. He ate dinner with us, and he's back to normal, mm-hmm. which is good. Because 13-year-old Hudson likes to stay in his room. I can't imagine what he's doing in there at <laughs> all the time, you know. Can't imagine it yeah. at all. But uh, it's and never he's gotten to where he don't want to talk to me. It hurts my feelings. He was like the last kid that would interact with me. Mm-hmm. Libby's already written me off, you know, like – I'm weird dad, and Thomas is busy now with his job. And his girlfriend. Yeah, he doesn't have a girlfriend. Uh Uh-oh. He's got one on the radar. Okay. So we had to have a big discussion about if he can pick her up for school next semester and Mm -hmm. take her to school. And I was like, well, let me ask you this question. Is this your girlfriend? He was like, no. And I was like, is it a potential girlfriend? He's like, yeah. I was like, absolutely pick her up. (laughs) You know, like, go. Go and pick her up, son. Fly away. And the dealer had to get like... Well, where does she live, and how do her parents feel, and what do her parents do for a living? I had to have what a whole church does she go to? Yeah. I was like, dude, man, maybe y'all can make out before school, you know, in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, like that's what you need to be doing. <laughs> and, and so I was all for it. So uh-huh. and she's a cutie pie. I know her. So it, all right, I'm good. I'm. I don't want my kids. I, I don't. Somebody's got to marry the ugly people in the world. <laughs> I just don't want my kids to be the ones who do it. Right. You know, now I want him to marry somebody who's a good person, all of that first. But you can find good people, you know, that love the Lord and treat other people right who are good looking. Mm-hmm. So that's all I wish for my kids. I got to be honest, I really don't care. Yeah. I mean, I wound up with a pretty person. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. Well, yeah. They can do what they want to do. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Cause look, man, look. <laughs> I took care of my business. You can do what you want. No, here, tiny, <laughs> like, uh, you don't want your grandkids to be ugly, right? You know. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I have two boys, yeah. so it's not like I'm ever going to see them, right? <laughs> That's a good point. Because boys grow up and they leave, they go <laughs> they away do. and abandon you. Sure. So what do I care? Well, they'll you come can, back. I can have the ugliest grandkids in the world. <laughs> I just want them to be smart. Okay. And uh. It'd be nice if they were wealthy, so I at least get stuck in like a nice nursing home. Yeah, I agree with you that. You know, yeah. I've thought about that too. Yeah, that's so I try to be real nice to Libby. Thomas is like, Libby always gets her way. And I'm like, she's the one that's going to be making elder <laughs> care decisions for me. Like, do you think you're going to be worried about what happens to me? <laughs> like, Libby's going to be the one that's deciding what I need to do. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's an important thing to consider. So, yeah, anyways. Yeah, I, I've told Tara, because, you know, 
back in the day, this was years ago when I would be fighting yeah. for time with like my dad. You know, I just remember one time we were arguing and we were, you know, just, you know, how couples argue and fight. Sure. And I just, I just kind of said offhand, I was like, you know, we have two boys. This will come back to bite us. <laughs> I just right. want you to know that. Yeah. This will haunt us. <laughs> well, I will say, Dieter and I have always said, we've never had any issue with being one family over the other. Mm-hmm. We do see my parents more because my parents live in town. Right. Yeah, but it's never been an issue with us. It's always worked out really well. Mm-hmm. You know, they would do Thanksgiving at night, and we always did Thanksgiving during the day. And it Everything has always worked out perfectly, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, like now everybody's a little older and, and would do Christmas you know, whenever like we're doing it after Christmas. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's never an issue anymore because nobody cares if granddaddy and mama Sally are there to watch them open their presents or anything mm-hmm. on Christmas morning. So it's, uh, it gets easier. At least it has for us as our kids have gotten older. Right. Cause you know, well, this year it's been easier for us seeing as that <laughs> we've got one half left. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I don't want to laugh at that, Tiny. Don't make me laugh at that. You lost your father, man. Yeah. He, I did. I got a text. He, his uh, grave marker is installed. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. I thought I rode out to camp the other day, and I drove right by, and I was like, there's Mr. Sullivan right there. You know? Yep. Gave him a little. I did. I, I did that whole motion over, you know. The like Boy he, Scout salute. Yeah. Well, no, it was just two fingers. I wasn't okay. in my uniform. I got you. I, I got wasn't you. in my uniform. You can't be breaking <laughs> protocol. Uh, well, what have we got as far as odd news this week? Well, I got a Demi Lovato. I got a story about Demi Lovato. You're the expert. I have somehow become. <laughs> Anytime I need Demi Lovato information, <laughs> I can't even I say her name. John. I can't even say her name right. Yeah. But uh, got a story about them, okay, and Demi, Demi, yes. Which, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what gender she is. Like well, was, she's she's non-binary. Well, so don't you go back? Like, it's non-binary. Can you just do whatever you want to? Like, one day I feel like a man, one day I feel like a woman. I think you always want to be considered like they them. Just like, like I'm I, in I don't between. Think, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you want to be considered boy or girl. Okay. Now I'm not an expert. I'm not either. So I All really of don't this know. Really confuses but that's me, and I genuinely how I want to understand know. it. Yeah. If you are like a, a non-binary person listening to this podcast, I would love to just have a conversation with you, so I would know what I need to do. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anybody or anything. And like, you know, if you feel like a little more feminine one day, you know, or whatever, that's cool. A little more masculine another day. Or whatever else is well, out there. I don't even know what's in between those I two feel like points that's on breaking the spectrum. protocol. Now I don't is understand it? how people feel, but well, I mean, everybody feels differently, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Shania Twain comes <laughs> on, I feel like a woman, you know. I but mean, you wouldn't consider your non-binary because no. most of the time, sure, you feel more like yeah. masculine. But you know it, Tiny. When <laughs> she says "Let's go, girls." And it hits, man, like you will, I will march in a rally with a pink knit hat on all day long when that happens. You know, it's just a great feeling. Okay. So I, maybe I am a little, not, I'm like quasi-binary. I don't know. I don't, where am I at on the spec? I just want to know. I, there needs to be like a handy chart for stupid people. Well, you know what? I think there needs to be a new gender. For identifies masculine most of the time, except when Shania Twain is on the radio. 
<laughs> I'm Shania-ary. I'm Shania-ary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I, I am dumb enough. I, well, I'm dumb, number one. But I'm <laughs> right. smart enough to know that I am dumb about stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ignorant. And I would like education about this. And I'm sure somebody out there is punching the air right now going, you have the internet <laughs> at your fingertips. But above this is a scary that, place. Yeah. But above Have all you that, tried to go to the yeah. internet and research this stuff? You don't I wanna, get called a Nazi yeah. if I make one slip up. Well, no. It's a scary place. Here's the thing. If you're typing in like, you know, man slash female, you know, on Google, there's no telling what's going to turn up. <laughs> Do not hit that images tab. <laughs> I know. And I'm a deacon. <laughs> I can't have that in my search history. You know, like I, yeah. I just want to have a conversation. And I'm like, I'm genuine in saying all that. Anyway, so we're talking about Demi today. Okay. Forgot all about what we're talking about. Got a Florida teenager story. Okay. Which is always good. And we're going to talk about R. Kelly. All right. Well, I have a stolen bridge has been found. Okay. Uh, a woman poisoning her boyfriend. But I want to start with this one because it is uh, in keeping with the holiday season. Aggressive deer keeps attacking this Rudolph decoration. Okay. But the real question is, did they laugh and call him names? (laughs) (laughs) This is in uh, Fort Nelson, British Columbia. Young bucks don't seem to like the competition from this red-nosed upstart. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was famously left out of the reindeer games. In fact, all the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. However, at no point in the classic Christmas song do the other reindeer headbutt and stomp the living daylights out of Rudolph, which I always felt that was implied. It's just hard to rhyme stuff with uh, (laughs) stomp. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I just assumed it being a kid song. It was that was implied that yeah. they beat him up. Yeah, right. Of course. I mean, that's what happened to that's what I did to weak kids well, in elementary say, school. <laughs> every as much as we've tried to eliminate bullying, you yeah. know, in the years since I got out of school, everyone's either been bullied or is has bullied at some point. <laughs> in time. We all understand the dynamic. <laughs> but do you remember that scene from King of the Hill? where Hank is telling Peggy about bullies in high school, and he's like, I know what it's like to be bullied, and it flashes back to him being in high school and he's bullying somebody. That's yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, every year a buck in the area attacks this decoration, hits him and knocks him over, or breaks him, said Arlene Kemick, who lives in northern British Columbia, about 100, 160 kilometers south of the Yukon border. The decoration is actually a 3D archery target that replicates the size and shape of a white-tailed deer, but they put him up as a decoration five years ago. She's not sure why it's realistic enough to keep fooling the actual deer. I would say that's because deer are stupid. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> and, and wander around the neighborhood every winter, especially since her husband added a red light bulb to its face. He has a bright nose. I'm not sure why they see him as competition. Her main theory is that the decoration is on display during rutting season when male bucks start competing with rivals for female attention, often with little regard to their surroundings. The replica does have a large set of antlers, which could make it a target. She says that her ornament, which is dubbed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Whitetail, has taken quite a few beatings over the years. Rudolph has lost his head, his legs, other body parts, which are then glued on again for another Christmas season. Not to mention 
Oh, Dan's got to you know spruce up on his <laughs> archery. Sure, practice. right, yes, deer season. <laughs> yeah. And just like the real Rudolph, she says her version is resilient and will continue to shine brightly for years to come, no matter how much the neighborhood deer try to get rid of him. He is standing proud. There you go. And so there's a picture. You know, which, you know, it doesn't fool me. Yeah, no. But I can see how it fools deer. Sure. So I just like how they're like every year, let's put this out and torture a deer. You know, <laughs> yes. like make it get all worked up by every year. It's fun, <laughs> which is cool. I mean, it's fine. Deer, they don't care. They'll, they'll damage your car. They don't even care about mm-hmm. it. So that's just how it goes. They just go crazy yeah. this time of year. So. I just, well, I mean, <laughs> We've all been there, right? <laughs> right. You know, like you'd do some wild things. Imagine what humans would be capable of if we had a mating season. I was listening to this on Joe Rogan. Like, what if just for like a few weeks every year, we grew big giant horns on our head <laughs> and fought to the death? And it was like one time a year. <laughs> we had a lot less people getting laid, you know? There would be a lot less people. Absolutely, there would be. Yeah. Uh, it'd be tough. Yeah. Well. Every day's mating season if you try hard enough, Tiny. <laughs> and that's how that goes. So So I've heard. Yeah. I mean, for some people <laughs> it probably works. I don't out. try hard enough. Yeah. I don't I need to do a better antler rub or something. I, I don't know. Um well, let's just jump right into it since we're talking about the marital fruit, so to say. <laughs> Mississippi man is suing R. Kelly for ruining his marriage. Mm. R. Kelly been in a bit of trouble here lately. I, I, I'll tell you what. Now, I don't know the facts of this case, but I wouldn't put it past him. He's capable <laughs> well, he of terrible just, things. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, R. Kelly is headed with, and I don't think anybody really knows the facts of the R. Kelly case. We all just know what we know. And right. we're like, yeah, that's enough to put you in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the video. No. I've, I've seen either. many people talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, why would I ever look for that video? <laughs> yeah. I've not seen it either. Dave Chappelle's stand up sketch sure. is good yeah, enough for me. That's enough to let everybody know right there. We all have been educated. That's how long this has been going on, too, by <laughs> yes. the way. You know, he's been, hadn't had a show in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, R. Kelly's headed back to court yet again, but this time the disgraced singer will face off with a man who has accused the star of ruining his marriage. A judge has ordered for the step-in-the-name-of-love crooner to sit down for a video deposition while in jail where he will testify under oath over the allegations brought forth by a man named Kenny Bryant in I wonder if any relation to Coach Bryant. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, or Bryant Sausage, you know, mm-hmm. any, or Bryant Hot Dogs. Maybe. Yeah. No, those are Brian. Anyways, in 2012, the Mississippi Sheriff claimed that Kelly had an affair with his former wife, Asia Childress. I'm just going to be honest, any woman named Asia is trouble. You got to, <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't, any woman named after a continent is trouble. <laughs> right. I, I got cheated on by a girl named Antarctica once. <laughs> In court documents, Bryant revealed that his ex-wife had a previous relationship with a Chicago native, and the two allegedly rekindled their romance in October of 2012 after he performed a concert nearby their home. In the lawsuit, which was officially filed in 2018, 
2018, Brian said that after his wedding in 2012, things between him and Childress quickly fell apart when Kelly interfered with their marriage. According to Mississippi law, you can sue your spouse for committing adultery. Did not know that. I'll be moving to Mississippi tomorrow. <laughs> There'll be a house right up the street from Tiny for sale. Okay. I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Make sure wherever you move to, make sure there's two houses for sale. <laughs> <laughs> so their affair continued for five years. Dude, that is a long time. That's a long time affair. And according to Bryant's legal documents, he believes that Kelly, who back in September was officially convicted on nine counts of sex trafficking and racketeering uh, in his decade-long sexual assault trial, even gave his wife chlamydia. That's a tough one right there. Also, I would just like to revisit decade-long trial. Yeah. Seems a bit much. Seems a bit much. They did that kid the Rittenhouse in like two weeks. (laughs) He killed like two people and shot somebody else. (laughs) He had all back back, get it all out of here. (laughs) That was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a year. In in one year, then they had his trial in Mm -hmm. about two weeks. Wild. And R. Kelly out here trafficking people, apparently, (laughs) and racketeering. I'm not even sure what racketeering is. Do you know what it is? Uh, I think it's got something to do with the uh, wall ball, but I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Kelly is scheduled. Oh, in addition to this case, R. Kelly is also scheduled to take the stand in Chicago where he faces child pornography charges. Uh, that case is set to begin in August of 2000. <laughs> Whoa, that snuck up on me. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, Jared isn't here. This is bad. That case is set to begin in August of 2022. Um, so the, the 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 trial that never ends. Yeah, I mean, R. Like, Kelly. How is it? I mean, I thought justice was supposed to be like. Well, I know the saying is a wheels of justice turned slow or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought like you once you've been charged, you have the right to a fair and speedy trial. Like, how is it taking so long? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't either. Anyways, if you cheat, if your wife cheats on you and brings home an STD, you mm-hmm. get to sue her in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In Alabama, we may just be out of luck. I don't know. If you give me an STD, I am suing you. <laughs> I, I'll find a way to. <laughs> Not you personally, Johnny. <laughs> yes. I hope you never give me an STD. <laughs> okay. that's yeah. uh, There'll be a whole lot of other trauma along with that. I was trying to work a pee joke in there somewhere, but I just never really found the opportunity. I was going to say, and you can cut this out, I was going to be like, a quote from R. Kelly is, piss on this trial. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or I wish I could go back and say, this guy is pissed off <laughs> at R. Kelly. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, John, let's talk about another relationship problem. They're not... Married. Okay. But a woman is accused of poisoning her boyfriend Mm. because he, quote, wouldn't shut up. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, we've all been there, right? (laughs) I love the uh, let me tell you about my day and all (laughs) these medical terms in which you have no frame of reference for (laughs) or will be able to ever understand. Yeah. Um, That's always just enthralling. 
In 20 years, I learned a lot about NICU care, but this, right. she's only been at this job for like a year and a half. So huh. I don't know what all the scarcinoma cancer stuff that she gets to look at. I don't know that crap. I don't either. I'm not a poisoner. Anyways, back to the story. A woman in Florida was arrested and charged for allegedly poisoning her partner of nine years. According to a police report from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, Alvis Parrish, 54, is accused of giving her boyfriend a drink spiked with, is that catapine? Catapine tablets? Ketamine? It's Q-U-E-T-I-A-P-I-N-E. Oh. I don't know what that is. So it sounds terrible. I wonder if it would kill a tree. <laughs> the spike D80. <laughs> the report shows deputies found a bottle of lemonade with a powdery substance at the bottom inside the home. You gotta stir that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> what you do if you if you're dissolving liquids of powder is fill the bottle up about halfway, you know, put the powder in for the bottle up about halfway, shake it, and then put the rest of the water yes. in and shake it. Authorities say Parrish was sitting on the front porch when they arrived, screaming at responding officers. According to WTLV, Parrish told officers that she did it because he wouldn't shut the F up. Mm. She had enough. <laughs> you know? Had enough. I wonder what he's talking about. This is Florida, right? <laughs> yeah. You said it was Jacksonville. Maybe mm-hmm. he's talking about Urban Meyer getting fired. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Like he kicked a kicker and they fired him in the middle of the night, honey. You know, Trevor Lawrence may actually not be ruined now. And then she just poisons him. Uh, Here, take a drink. That's hilarious. That's a dude, that's a whole nother story. The whole Urban Meyer. I, we didn't even talk about it. I didn't even bring it up. Yeah. No, that's a Urban Meyer is a horrible human being. I think yeah. we could all like if humanity can unite over that i think we can uh he's just not good but i mean he kicked the kicker yeah the irony is delicious it's great (laughs) but like the thing when i told my wife who knows very little about football (laughs) not that i'm an expert sure but when i said he got fired and she said what did he do and i said well allegedly he kicked his kicker She busted out laughing. (laughs) Well, like that same week, he called all his coaches together and basically was like, you guys are losers. I'm a winner. I'm a proven winner. You have to justify that you're not a loser. Yeah. Now, that being said, he hired all those losers that he's now accusing of being losers and making them stand up and give their resume. Yeah. Well, anyway, the sheriff's office told the media outlet that she went on to say, I gave him just enough to shut him up and called y'all so that he wouldn't die. So do whatever you want, but if you don't take me, I will kill him. (laughs) Which is a perfect way to get arrested. Yeah. (laughs) And when you tell the cops, hey, if you don't arrest me, someone's going to die. No, that's a good way to get arrested. I do commend her for being considerate enough to go. Look, I just gave him just enough and I called y'all. You know, like because I, evidently I overdid it. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's like if you were gonna, if you're saying if I stay here, I'm gonna kill him. Why don't you just let him die to begin with? You didn't even have <laughs> right. to call the law. You know? I like the idea of her on the phone with nine one one saying, "All right, I poisoned my boyfriend. <laughs> it was just enough to make him sleepy, but now he's not doing so good. If y'all could send an ambulance, <laughs> his breathing's cutting out. <laughs> he was talking about the Jaguars. He would not." Shut up about the Jaguars. (laughs) We've only won two games this year. I cannot handle it. He's mad he cut Tim Tebow, (laughs) recruited him back, and then fired him again. (laughs) When you think about Tim Tebow, all time, I'm I'm a Tim Tebow fan. I've Uh said that. I hated him in college, but I've since grown to love Tim Tebow and his lisp. 
yeah. and his skinny jeans. <laughs> but he was at Florida with Urban Meyer, trash man, and Aaron Hernandez, who killed a guy or two guys, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then himself, I guess you could say his body counts three. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, that's like a how do you that's like a three to one kill to death ratio for him. Right. That's better than you and I'll ever get. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> I feel like we should score homicides like the way they do golf. Yeah, okay. Like the lower yeah. wins. Sure. The lower the better. That's definitely true. <laughs> and there were a couple other trash people. Riley Nelson, all of them were down there on that mm-hmm. team. Tim Penebo. Just he stayed strong. Yeah, and like the presence of the Lord was with him through <laughs> yeah. all of that. Yeah, all time great human Tim Tebow. Deputy said that the man was extremely lethargic when they got to the house, and that he was unaware of why he was feeling so tired. I guess they just didn't have the heart to say, "Well, your girlfriend tried to kill you." Your old lady decided <laughs> she's tired of you. Yeah, don't drink any more of her lemonade. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's crystal light. You can mix it yourself. You don't need help with that. (laughs) The man initially declined medical attention, but he was later taken to the hospital when deputies found him on the floor saying that he didn't feel well. According to... He was like, look, y'all need to go. I got a good little buzz going right now. Uh Look, ball game's about to come on. (laughs) According to MedlinePlus.gov, overdose symptoms of catapine or whatever she gave him include drowsiness, dizziness, fainting, and a fast heartbeat. Parrish was charged with poisoning food or water with intent to kill or injure a person, and her court date is scheduled for December 29th, 2021. Wow. Just right there before New Year's. right. Happy New Year. (laughs) I mean, that's like, you go to jail a long time for trying to kill somebody, right? I mean, Well, ideally, you do. Now, you think the judge would just be like, this is just a redneck woman and, you know, like, she's on probation for a year, got a drug test or whatever, you know, and she never even sees inside of a jail. She sounds white. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it sounds like something a white I can confirm. woman would do. That's all the mugshot. Yeah. She right. looks like she was, she looks like she would have a string of boyfriends. Sure. Pushing up Daisy somewhere, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Well... <laughs> Yeah, so she, I mean, being white, she probably won't go to jail. So, you know, um, I hate that, you know. So, that joke's funny because it's true, you know. Right. Uh, okay, well, let's stay in the state of Florida, everybody's okay. favorite state. Florida teens are held after a crash. They had a crash, and it left two alligators hanging from the truck window. Uh-huh, Okay. Officers arriving at the scene of a Florida road accident involving an overturned truck were surprised to find that two of the victims, quote-unquote victims, were large alligators captured by the teenage driver and a friend on a morning fishing expedition and thrown into the back of their vehicle. Oh, so they caught the gators, and then they had a wreck. And then they had a wreck. This is why they have all the do not molest the alligator signs (laughs) all over Florida. Any picture of me holding an alligator has been photoshopped. I just want to say that. I want to be on the record. I've never molested an alligator in my life. I'm a tender and caring animal lover. Not to imagine. Kudos to those guys who are able to molest an alligator. I can't imagine. That's difficult. You know? I mean, I've never tried. Like, but I imagine that's a really good yeah, way no. to lose a limb. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> you're going to be 
Yeah, that's, you're going to lose something, maybe. You know? It's tough. Pillow talking an alligator's got to be the, the tough part of the whole, yeah. of closing the deal, right? You know? Yeah. Hey, baby, your eyes look great in the moonlight. I love your teeth. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> details of an extraordinary of the extraordinary incident appeared in a weekend Facebook posting mm-hmm. by the Florida Game and Fish Commission, or Fish and Wildlife Commission. The post chronicled how officers found the two alligators measuring eight foot and more than six foot hanging from the rear window of an SUV lying on its side. You mean like baby shoes (laughs) or like fuzzy dice? No, they were were thrown halfway out the window. Okay. Yeah. Not from the rear view mirror. Oh, I got you. (laughs) I don't get the baby shoes thing. I don't get why people do that. You know, I got the trees. I can even see the dice. It's kind of kitsy or whatever. I don't get the baby shoes. Or the garter. Yeah, the garter. <laughs> you got your high school tassel. I think we all went with that yeah. for a little while. I had a cricket cage for a while. A cricket cage? <laughs> yes. That doesn't distract you when you're driving. <laughs> I leave my sunglasses hanging on them now because mm-hmm. I got a little loop for my sunglasses. I've got some, what would you call it? It's a pipe cleaner mm-hmm. with like beads on it that my kid made in Sunday school. Okay. It's one of those Sunday school crafts sure, yeah. that immediately... Get thrown into the trash. This yes. one was put on the rearview mirror. There though, you go. So. You let it stay there for forever. I would. <laughs> uh, the FWC officer, Jared Gad, noticed one of the reptiles was moving. He immediately removed them from the vehicle just to be safe, secured their mouse, and secured their mouse using electrical tape. Sheriff's deputies arrested the uninjured driver and his passenger, used 18 and 17, and charged them with misdemeanors for taking alligators without a permit. The teenagers did not say what they planned to do with the alligators once they got home. You got to think a boot, you know, <laughs> something like that, probably be in there in the yeah. works. I, that's what I would go with. But said the youngest of the two confessed to using a large rock to try to kill the creatures before loading them into the truck. Tried and failed, I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Right. The youths told officers they were unhappy about the reptiles chasing their fishing lines. (laughs) It was not clear what caused the vehicle to overturn. The alligator that was still alive at the time of the accident died shortly afterwards. Rest in peace. I I like to think that they got the alligators in the back and then the alligators started going nuts, and that's what caused them to wreck. Because they were looking back there trying to figure out what all that racket was. Yeah, you know, like it starts slapping his tail around, hitting your seats and everything, getting mm-hmm. up on your, on your head <laughs> while you're trying to drive. <laughs> and, you know, the guy's like, Dylan, you know, calm it down. I'm trying to drive. And the other kid can't get it. And next thing you know, they're running off the road, turning over. <laughs> Stop. Oh, man. I don't know. But I would say follow my example and do not mess with alligators in the wild. <laughs> Because <laughs> right. that's, number one, it's against the law, and number two, it's dangerous. And if you were to be a person who you know may have encountered an alligator in the wild, you'd probably be a pretty big stud if you were able to hold it and get your picture made <laughs> with it. Which is why I had that one photoshopped. <laughs> right? Yeah. Also, imagine this: like as much as we love the video of the dude that threw the the alligator into the drive-through window, sure. I imagine that wasn't fun for the drive-through person. No, no, absolutely not. That's just a person making like ten bucks an hour yeah. trying to get through their shift, feet hurting and everything. You got an alligator hurled at you. Uh-huh. That ain't cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Don't make other people's lives difficult mm-hmm. while they're working. That's a that's a long family rule. And if you must throw an alligator through a window, <laughs> it should be at the bank. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, this is going to be my last story. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of this. I wasn't until today. There was a 58-foot-long bridge, pedestrian bridge, that was stolen from a park in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but fortunately, it has been found. All right. All right. A 58-foot-long pedestrian bridge stolen from an Ohio City last month has been found, and a man is facing charges. Akron police said investigators acting on tips and other information Friday afternoon found the missing span partially disassembled on property in Sharon Township in neighboring Medina County. A man has been arrested and charged with felony theft, police said. I mean, I like to think that it's just out there in his front yard sure. and police are like, hey. any hey. tips? Anyone know where this bridge is? Hey, I think uh, I think Tiny just put a bridge in his yard. <laughs> it's not put together. It's yeah. just laying out it's there in pieces. Bunch of like scrap metal and stuff. <laughs> Weird. The bridge is described as a Lego-like structure and once crossed a river in Akron's Middlebury Run Park near Goodyear's World Headquarters. Hmm. It was taken down in 2003 as part of a wetland restoration park project and was stored on park property with plans for it to be reused for a battered woman's shelter. <laughs> Which now, you know... Best place to pick up women. <laughs> That's somebody else's joke, by the way. I'm not a math magician, but 2003, that's a bit ago, right? a little bit ago. I mean, how long does it take to build a battered woman's shelter? (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. Police discovered on November 3rd that someone had removed the treated deck boards of the 10-foot-wide, 6-foot-tall structure. And then on November 11th, they found that the metal frame had been taken. Well, Well, I mean... You shouldn't take things that don't belong to you. I agree. But if it's just been sitting out there Not and nobody's use. been using right. it for that long. I agree. A 63-year-old man was charged with felony theft, 63. according to Akron Police and Court That's Records. That's a pawpaw. He's out there stealing bridges. You know? Unused bridges. Sure. Right? I Authorities allege that he paid a trucking company for crane service and that the firm picked up the bridge and brought it to Medina County. God. So he had to hire a truck sure. and a crane to go get it for, to steal it for hey, him. Yeah, there's this bridge down there. I need y'all to go get They'll it. They'll never know it's gone. Yeah. They'll never even know. <laughs> like, sir, is this your bridge? Well, you know. They've been working on that battered woman shelter for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never be built. For like the cost that he rented a crane and transported all that, he probably could have finished the women's shelter with that money. (laughs) The suspect was scheduled for arraignment later this week in Akron Municipal Court. An official said Monday that he has no attorney yet. He listed uh, listed phone numbers for him were not available. The bridge is expected to be shipped back to Akron in coming days, where I'm sure it'll be sitting on a piece of property doing nothing, collecting (laughs) rust and rot. (laughs) <laughs> my boy, I saw that stuff in your yard, Tiny. This is a bridge. I got hauled over here. Golly. I wonder what he was going to do with it. I, I don't know. Because, I mean, the first thought to me, like, is just scrap the metal. Got to be. <laughs> yeah. So, I hadn't talked about my my house flooding, okay? <laughs> right. But I came home on Friday, and uh, Hudson was sick. You know, checked on him and everything. 
when I went up to his room, he was laying in his bed in a pool of water, underwear wet, bed sheets wet. And I was like, have you wet the bed, buddy? You know, like, is something wrong? He's like, no, I tried to drink water and I spilled it everywhere. (laughs) And I was like, so you forgot that you can't drink out of a cup laying prone (laughs) on your bed. I can. 13 13 years old. We hadn't figured that part out yet. Not to dunk on Hudson, but I can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, so I take his sheets off, and I'm like, look, I'm going to go ahead and throw these in the wash machine. I'll wash them. He's 13. I'll tell him what's on those sheets. You know, but try to wash them. Pretty, yeah, me too. We would try to wash everybody's sheets pretty regular, anyways. Yeah. And he has a platform bed, so I flipped his mattress over because it's just air under there, mm-hmm. anyways. And I was went and got him some sheets, and I had trouble. Like we're to be as smart as Dieter and I are, we have four bedrooms upstairs. We keep all the sheets downstairs instead of <laughs> keeping them upstairs somewhere right. closer to all of them. Couldn't find sheets that fit his bed. Finally. I got, I was so mad about not being able, because I went up there once and it was like a pair of full or it was a set of full sheets. I had to go back downstairs. I was really mad. I was on my lunch hour. <laughs> Anyways, finally finding some sheets, get his bed changed, get him back situated, go to leave, telling everybody, hey, y'all, I'm gone and everything. Water just rolling out of the laundry room. Oh, no. Perfect yeah. time. Yeah. Perfect, perfect time of year. Yeah. All right. For something like that to strike. So, as I as soon as I discover it, I run and grab some towels, start putting them down. Thomas walks right behind me to the garage fridge, <laughs> gets a sprite out, goes right back upstairs. <laughs> I wanted to fight him. I would do the same thing. <laughs> I wanted to fight him. I later asked him about it, and he was like, "Well, you looked mad, and you didn't ask me to help, and I was scared to talk to you." <laughs> Which made it better. Anyways, I say all that to say I had to take the white. We got a new washing machine Saturday. I took the other one out, put it on the garage or put it out on the curb. Texted you about it because I know know how you like getting a curb deal. Sanford and Son over there. He'll want it. That's right. (laughs) Before nightfall, it was gone. Somebody picked it up for scrap metal. Nice. I mean, it was like, great. Thanks, guys. I don't look trashy now (laughs) with this washing machine sitting in front of my house. Oh, man. Anyway, so I told all that to say, it's got to be for scrap metal. <laughs> what kind of washing machine did you get? We got a Whirlpool. Okay. It's pretty nice. I it's, went with the Maytag. Okay. But, you know. Well, we looked at the Maytag. <laughs> okay. We we decided to go to the Whirlpool because we we have, like, the biggest one they make. Okay. Does it have the transparent lid? It does. Oh, that's so cool. I don't understand the transparent lid. It doesn't lid. really do anything. Yeah. It just makes you feel a little bit better than all the people that don't have one. <laughs> You know, we did have to have a conversation because the dryer still operating. Mm-hmm. We've we figured out our old washing machine is at least 11 years old. We think it's probably more like 13 years mm-hmm. old, which is pretty long for an appliance nowadays to live. But so we were there and I was like, they was like, should we just get the dryer, you know, too? So it matches. And I'm like, well, look, Deidre, you know that I'm I'm not going to be the one to say no about this. But let me just say do we need to spend an extra $800 or whatever mm-hmm. when we have something that's working at home? Yeah. And she was like, you're probably right. And I was like, but uh, here's what you have to come to terms with is can you live from here on out <laughs> with not matching appliances? Because the dryer may 
die in a year and we come back and the other kind isn't available that mm-hmm. matches ours. And she was like, I think I can. And I was like, okay, good. She's like, because you're pretty much doing all the laundry now anyways. I don't see it. And I was like, there we go. That's a Proverbs 31 woman. That's right. right yeah. All right, that's good. Thank you. We're both very cheapskate, chintzy people. but she That's can, why you have so much money today. Well, she's like the type of person, though, that if she's like, I want to spend money on unnecessary stuff, I'm always like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's fine. We're what are we going to do? Leave it to our kids? Like, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, we have too many. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care about that. Anyway, so I said all that to say this dude who stole the bridge had to be for scrap metal because, mm-hmm. man, they plucked it off the street so quick. <laughs> Here. I mean, like a thief in the night. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of thieves in the night, I may not even do my Demi Lovato story. I got another story. We had the long family Christmas this weekend, Saturday night. We had it over here at the Chapel Hill Annex, that little house by Chapel oh, Hill. Oh, yeah, I saw some pictures. Yeah, yeah. all right. So that's my, my dad's side of the family. We always have Christmas. Uh, like three people there, his cars got broke into. Oh, no. When I say broke into, they left them unlocked. And got so not really broke into, yeah. but they did get robbed. Yeah, like or yeah, stolen. they got robbed. Yeah. But my cousin Michelle, their her husband's pistol was in the truck because always good to leave a firearm unattended in an unlocked <laughs> vehicle, right? Right. They took some stuff out of that their truck, you know, our credit card, whatever. Uh, but didn't get the pistol because she had it covered up with a beer box. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> you would think the beer box would be one of the things First they thing would you check. grab, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure they were in a hurry. Right? They didn't get anything out of mine because I, I locked my vehicle because I know we live around meth heads. There's meth heads <laughs> everywhere. So I tell you what, John, if I was going to steal beer. And I got a pistol. Yeah, I would be like on cloud nine. Absolutely, I would be so excited. I would shoot it in the air as I was driving away. You know, like, what are y'all gonna do? Like, you know, I'm gonna be gone before you get out on the porch. Yeah, I've I've had so many friends get pistols stolen out of their car, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Why? I mean, you just leave it out there? I know. Uh, Unlock. When I break into cars, I don't even go for the stereo anymore. <laughs> right. I just go straight for the firearms. Sure. Yeah. You got the resale value on those things <laughs> are now? Yeah. Let, you know, I mean, not as good as it was when Obama was president. With, like, Spotify. I mean, nobody cares about CD players <laughs> yeah, anymore. Right. Remember the detachable faces back in the day? (laughs) I did too. I I had one that got stolen because I didn't take the face with me. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right, well, let's talk about Demi. All right, Demi Lovato. Lovato. I can't say her name right. Sings to her. Yeah. You you can't say their name right. I can't say, yeah, their name right. Yes. Um, Demi Lovato sings to Ghost. Okay. Sounds weird, right? Of course he does. She sings to ghosts to help them overcome overcome trauma caused by experiencing sexism. Well, does that help them move on to the other side? <laughs> well, here's my thing. <laughs> At this reading this headline, she sings to ghosts to help them overcome trauma caused by experiencing sexism. When I read that, I was like, Demi's messing with us. Like, she ain't really, (laughs) or they ain't really doing this, you know? Well, now, okay, this is coming from the movie Casper, starring Christina Ricci. (laughs) Sure. But if my understanding is correct when you die, if you have unfinished business, you get to hang around 
as okay. an invisible ghost, right? I, th- I think that's confirmed by Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, is sexism enough to keep you well on Earth? <laughs> possibly. Footage of Demi Lovato singing to a ghost after it apparently told them it had faced sexism during its lifetime has resurfaced online. Okay, so the ghost from beyond was mm-hmm. like, when I was alive, there was sex. They yeah. wouldn't let me vote, whatever. <laughs> that you know? was their unfinished business. Yeah, right. I got my butt pinched. Sure, my guys kept calling me all yes. the time, you know, the boss knocking his pencil in the floor and asking me to pick it up, all that. I had to walk by a construction site to and from work. Sure. Yeah. Which... You know, as somebody who no one ever is like, hey, you look good, John, I would kind of enjoy being catcalled every once in a while. It would be nice. I'm not saying saying it's cool for that to happen to any woman ever, but it would be nice for somebody to be like, hey, you got it going on, you know? It would be nice if we could switch places for a day and just understand. We (laughs) would have so so much better understanding of one another. I like how I tell David sometimes, like, you don't know what it's like to live without getting compliments. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, no one ever's like, hey, John, you're doing a great job. Except my mom. You know, my mama still tells me I'm handsome. And that's it, man. Not to get too personal, but, you know, I'm sure you've probably had a similar conversation at one point that you only you only want me for sex. That's all you care about. Yeah, And sure. I'm like, you don't care about it at all. <laughs> I, I just, wish I had that problem. <laughs> I know. As I was saying, man, old age. Like when you get to that old man stage where you can go to Jack's and drink coffee. <laughs> and that's, that's the highlight of your day. And that's that is living right there. <laughs> you think any of them guys are worried about getting laid? No. Probably they're, not. They're junk quit they're working. They're worried about AOC. Sure. And yeah. The, the libtards. Like, <laughs> they're libtards and they gotta go, you know, get treatment for their prostate cancer and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. They ain't worried about getting laid. You know? That's, imagine the free Freedom, you know, of mind. You could think about whatever you want to think about. I could channel all my energy into lots of other things. Sure. If I didn't spend that same energy Absolutely. on date night. Sure. Trying to get to date night, yeah. trying to make sure everyone's in the right mood, no. trying to make sure the kids are happy. Sure. That's a lot of a lot of effort. I mean, you might want to cut this. <laughs> Look. Oh, we were building great societies, Rome, Greece, Alexander the Great, whatever, back when we could basically have sex at will with whoever we wanted to, you know? Well, because our minds were free, you know? Yeah. Now you got... I mean, it helps to have a large slave class. Sure. All the yeah. hard work yeah, for no, us. That, that frees you up. That helps a lot, too. Definitely frees you up. <laughs> yeah. But now, like, a guy can't even change his own brakes without getting help, you yeah. know? Because he's so focused on everything, he can't <laughs> learn a new task. He's just trying to get laid every day, you know? Or as often as he can. Sure. The other night, Deidre was like, hey, John, do you feel like, you know, making love tonight? And I was like, Deidre, I, I feel, feel like, like making night. love every single <laughs> night ever. <laughs> You know, yeah. like you, you know, if you're if you're into it, just let me know. You know, like I, I'm, I'm gonna be down. All right. Anyways, back to Demi singing the ghost because of sexism. The clip, which was part of the singer's docu series, unidentified with Demi Lovato, Lovato showed Lovato joined by a friend Matthew Scott 
and paranormal investigator Chris Smith as they visited Vulture City, a supposed ghost town in Arizona. What happened from there has to be seen to be believed. And so there's a video if you want to do that. Now, you know what? I, I think I believe it. Yeah. I don't know if I have to see it. Uh, the spirit allegedly had a past trauma with men, which makes sense, given that the group encountered the spirit known as Carmen at an abandoned brothel. Carmen, not to be confused with Christian <laughs> artist Carmen. Yeah. This is another Carmen. They asked Carmen whether they're a star person, also known as someone from another dimension or planet, but the EMF detector went silent. However, so they, wait, wait, wait. Those are alien ghosts. Yeah, I guess so. Or, or just like an alien entity that we can't see. Huh. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're like, I don't know, invisibility. What they call it? A star. A star person. I haven't heard that before. Like, I mean, I've heard of uh, <laughs> the ghost. Sure. And then sometimes you watch these ghost shows and they say that they're spirits that aren't ghosts. They're like demons or something yeah. else. I've never, I don't know why alien ghosts would be here <laughs> unless they were the ghosts that died at Roswell being well, experimented on by the U.S. They're just government. saying it could be someone from another dimension okay. or planet. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that it's an alien ghost, just uh, somebody, another entity that doesn't manifest itself where we can see them, I guess. Huh. I wonder where they got the term star person. Well, I have to think. Demi's probably making a lot of this up on the fly, right? I mean, I don't know. I would think so. Yeah, I would think she's probably just rolling with it. So uh, the EMF detector started making noise again. Lovato realized exactly what was happening. Um, That's because they asked her about her previous love life. And at at that point, one of them said, immediately start singing. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to start singing to this ghost. So she was like, did you not want us to say anything because the boys were in here? Lovato asked uh, before the device sounds. Uh, and then she says, I think, oh, I get that a lot. She has trauma. That's why she doesn't like men. I have trauma too. So I feel you and I get it. And Lovato told Carmen that they would sing Skyscraper uh, when they want to evoke emotion. So that's the song they launched into in the clip. And uh, I'm not familiar with Skyscraper. I'm not really either. So when they finished the machine sounds again, which Smith and Scott, the two people that were with her, claim was like a standing ovation. And Lovato said, that's the coolest standing ovation I've ever had. The one from the star person. Or, or not the star the, person, but Carmen the ghost. Carmen the ghost. The ghost prostitute. <laughs> Maybe she, well, you don't know that she was a prostitute. No, I don't. Sex work is work, Tiny. <laughs> but she was hanging out at a brothel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I suppose she could have been like a madam. Oh, a barmaid. Yeah. Somebody like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, a beer winch is that a, a <laughs> was that a term they use in the southwest or was you. that <laughs> or was that like European? I have no idea. I don't really know either. Yeah. I'm not up on all my names for folks. But what I am up on, Tiny, is Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com where you can order the spice right there on their website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. 
Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, alligator, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Ollie put it on spaghetti tonight. All right. Yeah. Nice. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own all on the website. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurley Wallace Boulevard. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Okay. We definitely have some voicemails. Okay. Our first call comes from Jacqueline. Hey guys, it's Jacqueline. Uh, how you doing? Merry Christmas and all that good stuff. Um, I've been away for the last little bit just on and she's now not eating children uh, in heaven. That's been a little, a little while. But anyway, I decided to make a comment about the show with the, uh, the person who blew up the warehouse in Thailand. That's a lot of work. I've been to some industrial sites that have had fires before and you mentioned that they were cleaning up the water and they were doing things with the, with the water. That is a huge project and this woman really needs to be punished for that because that's a lot of you know, taxpayers dollars and, uh, you know, government clean up money and all that good stuff. Um, anyway, great show as always and uh, hopefully you'll have another one before Christmas and I hope everyone's family is good and healthy and COVID-free and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Turns out blowing up a warehouse full of oil is tough. Not good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's not good at all. Not You won't make any friends, especially in the United States. <laughs> Surprised we hadn't invaded that warehouse. <laughs> all right. Our next call comes from Stan. Hey, everybody. This is Stan. Uh, a few things from last week's podcast. You know, stories about being fired that y'all were talking about. You know, I've on occasion seen several people get fired, and uh, my favorite one though, and it was a little violent, but my favorite one was a guy named Preacher Lee. Yes, he was a preacher, supposedly. Uh, when he was let go, he uh, grabbed the HR manager by his throat, and um, HR manager was about six four or so, and uh, by the time I walked in, he had the HR manager down to his knees several of us broke it up but you know I don't know whatever happened from all of it I don't know if these charges were filed or nothing but it's kind of cool to see somebody crack back against the establishment you know what I mean <laughs> no I don't <laughs> you don't know what the- I have no idea that <laughs> seems unnecessary really uh, John you were talking about truck stop stories and you mentioned Brookwood let me tell you my favorite Brookwood story I used to uh, drive the shuttle truck from ZF to Mercedes just about every day, sometimes every other day. And uh, 
a semi had drove it before me and didn't fill it up and I had enough to make it to Mercedes and uh, I come back and I was going to have to stop it stop and get gas I didn't think I had enough to go to the, the nice truck stop so I stopped there at the Brookwood Shell Station alright I walk in I had to use restroom too so I used restroom walk back there and all the all the urinals and stuff were covered in garbage bags except for one that had it had the garbage bag look like it had been ripped off of it but no uh, commodes or anything uh, it looked like something off the saw is what it looked like uh, y'all also mentioned that nobody picks trash up anymore uh, Walker County makes the inmates go to each football game and pick up trash after in the stands after each football game and empty trash cans and they also have road detail they get out every week on road detail across the county and they pick up garbage i'm sure they make something off of it you know maybe a dollar a bag or something but they still do it i gotta be honest uh that does not surprise me that walker county is the one county that still makes his inmates get out and pick up trash yeah i agree i agree yeah that's uh as much fun, as the much least as, surprising thing that's been said this whole podcast. I'll say this: of all the the fun we make of Walker County sure. and for all of its foibles, they got a few things going on. Sure, <laughs> you can hire a hitman there. Yeah, us. Yeah. No, no, Walker County is a wild place. People <laughs> don't. Uh, Walker County is the Florida of Alabama. It basically. really is. Yes. Yeah, it's just wild. It's in the perfect spot to do it too. Is that where the uh, the poo poo choo choo was broke down for a while, or was that no. somewhere else? I can't remember where that was. I don't think that was Walker County. Okay, but it was somewhere. It may have been. It was like it may have been like in Birmingham, which may be Winston yeah. County. But uh-huh. yeah, you know, y'all brought up the sex doll again. Okay, and not knowing, you know, male female you know, or lesbian or not. Uh, I mean, the smartest thing from my perspective would be, why don't you just put a switch on it and make a universal doll? There you go. Or, or yeah, like interchangeable parts. Yeah, it's got a... It's got a like a G.I. Joe? <laughs> yeah, it's got attachments. <laughs> Kung Fu grip. You know? <laughs> you know I like my robots with Kung Fu, <laughs> Kung Fu grip. Sure. <laughs> the universal male doll and the universal female doll. And just put a switch on it to switch from gay or not gay. You know? That's just my thought. Um... Y'all started talking about animatronics. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) He called back. He continues. All right. I got cut off. I guess that was my signal to shut up. Anyway, y'all started talking about animatronics. That remind me of the of the bear at Showbiz Pizza and the uh, the presidents at Disneyland. I sure don't want to see them turn into sex dolls. And uh, you never know, you know, with the way things are going, you know. With uh, everything that's going out there, Tiny might end up getting him a sex robot and a Cybertruck at the same time. Only if it's made by Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Well, my last thing is John was talking about uh, who would make it in the end times and this and that. Well, John just seemed to make me think that uh, maybe. He could be the Rick Grimes of the now. All right, y'all take it easy. Bye. 
There you go, John. You are the Rick Grimes. I don't. The real life Rick Grimes. I don't know who Rick Grimes is. He's uh, Andrew Lincoln in Walking Dead. Oh, I've never. He's the sheriff guy. I'm I'm, I'm aware of the Walking Dead. I've never watched it. Right. I don't. It seems. I don't know. This is what I imagine Walking Dead is about. Is like. Not so much about we're fighting zombies, but about all the relationships that happen when we're running from the zombies and reestablishing society. Yeah, that's it. All right. It's, the show is, uh, okay, we're all trying to survive. We're trying to find food. We're trying to scavenge. Right. We get someplace. Hey, we start you know, making some kind of headway. Yeah. And then the bad guys come and destroy it. Sure. And so we're walking through the woods, and we're trying to scavenge again. We're trying to find a new place to live. We start to build up that place, and then the bad guys come and destroy it. Cycle. Repeat. Sure. Ed and Venom. Yes. Yeah. That's what, it never seemed like something that was mm-hmm. something I'll, you know, I don't consume a lot of TV and media outside of the internet a lot. So That was the show. These are the survivors. Oh, and like every week, well not every week, but you know, characters get killed off pretty regular on the show, which for the time, that was kind of novel. Yeah. You know, I I mean, occasionally a character might die in shows, but back when that show first started coming on, it was kind of a it was kind of novel. Like every season, that, we're that taking like a person every, every you love. Two, yeah, every two yeah. or three seasons, somebody would get killed off. Yeah. So, huh? Well, I don't know. Or not? I say every two, every two, every every two or three episodes. Okay. It was pretty frequent. Wow. That they would lose people, and sometimes there would be like uh, some you know big character back to back. So, well, I just don't see like if the zombie apocalypse happens how it's going to be beneficial to band together with other people. I'm going to be independent <laughs> on my own. You know? Right. Like, I ain't trying to share my resources with you. You know? Like, so for what? Well, we got to trade, though, right? We don't need to trade. I'll do everything I need on my <laughs> trade own. Trade is what brought us out of the caves, John. <laughs> well, once the zombies are at bay, everybody <laughs> fools with them, maybe we'll start trading in. Okay. Because I'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I believe that'll do it for messages, but yeah. I think we have a few questions here. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes, and head on over to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel, and you can ask him there. Our first question comes from Mr. Stan Wright. If you would have served in the military, which branch and what job would you have done? All right. So I tried to join the Marine Corps. Have I told that before? Yes, it All didn't right. work out because you were yeah, deaf in I'm one deaf ear. in my left ear. Right. I'm not few or proud enough to be in the <laughs> Marine Corps. Uh, and I, my, uh, my job was like field communications. I don't remember what it was called it wasn't infantry i think every marine's a rifleman or whatever Mm -hmm. but i didn't sign up to be a grunt or whatever um but yeah so that's that's what i would have done Mm -hmm. yeah but i didn't and i'm glad i didn't because we got like a 20 year long war (laughs) and i probably never did or not i probably wouldn't have made it you Mm -hmm. know i'd have gotten shape and thought i was hot stuff and ended up you know, sleeping with a stripper or something and she'd have left me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and my life would have been completely different. So best, second best thing that never happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot, 
I love the troops. I don't want to sound like I'm a troop hater. I love the troops. I suppose if I would have served, I would have done exactly what my dad did. Yeah. I would have served in the Air Force, and I would have kept kept up with the rec center in Puerto Rico. There you go. What a lie. <laughs> Rode yeah. my Triumph motorcycle. Sure. Smelling pineapples. That's been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a lot of pineapples in Puerto Rico? That's what my dad said. At least okay. they did in the 70s. Yeah, they might so, have. Yeah. I mean, seems like they're He said they would just be growing everywhere. Wow. And like when they were like, you know, making, mm-hmm. they would smell amazing. Wow. Because he, at the time, he had a motorcycle. He had a Triumph motorcycle he'd ride. Wow. And he said it was just amazing down all, there. All I know about Puerto Rico, outside of our parents have traveled there, is that Trump went down there and threw paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All-time great footage. <laughs> that, like, clip, news clip is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's our president. Puerto Rico also has excellent crypto laws. Oh, so, they do? Oh, yeah, they do. Okay. I like how they got the uh, we don't have to pay taxes part. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, now, I don't it, think they, they got get, it going on. I don't think they get, you know, everything probably because of that. Mm-hmm. It's probably like, hey, uh, we need some roads paved down here or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you guys haven't really put a lot in the kitty right now. We need to spend <laughs> this on California or whatever. So, again. Yeah. California again. <laughs> <laughs> Although California is to tell you they're the seventh largest economy in the world, and uh-huh. they basically support everybody else. Right. And then everybody else in the country is like, yeah, man, we don't care. You know, <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's fine. I'd rather be broke. If Nick Saban was in the road about to be hit by a bus, would you sacrifice you or your wife to save him? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, me either. Like, I love Alabama, but I'm not that much. I can think of a few people I would, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. I would have sacrificed yeah. Harvey Updike <laughs> to save Nick Saban, given yeah. the choice. Yeah, no, I agree. That's an even trade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Iceman Carmen asks, hey, John, do you have a distant cousin in the tire making business? And he has a photo of a tire and it says Ling Long on the side. So (laughs) I don't, but I have seen more Ling Long content in the last month. (laughs) I did not know they existed. I didn't either. I somehow got on Ling Long TikTok for, I was like a run of people like making fun of Ling Long tires. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of want a pair now or Mm -hmm. like a set. You know, just to be, it's not as good. Keep as, it in the family. Not as good as Michelin. Yeah, <laughs> just saying that's not one of y'all's that y'all make. Uh, not that I'm aware of. I get, but you get, know what? Maybe I mean Michelin owns owns a lot, so they got to be some cheap, like you know, Chinese. You know, they got like kids putting them together and sending them over <laughs> here. You know, maybe I don't know. Yeah, political prisoners like turning out. It's tires. The, they got what is it the. Uh, what do they call them? The Muslims? Oh, the, the Uyghurs? Yeah. Yeah. I got the Uyghur Muslims yeah. building them. I really don't know how you say it. Uyghur. That's, that's it. how I've read it. Yes. You know? That's the Uyghur. Yeah. yeah. I've only read about all that because weirdly, they don't talk about it on the news really that much. It's crazy. I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. Yeah. Our next question comes from Stan. Would you rather fight three chicken-sized lions or one lion-sized chicken? Three chicken-sized lions. I yeah, because that that's basically a house cat, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, I can, I can take a house cat. Yeah, but the, man, the three of them, one of them might get on you, you know? <laughs> they get you on the jugular or something while you're trying to get the other two 
It'd be tough. Well, you just need to wear a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to get pecked by a lion-sized chicken. Yeah. Or like a rooster trying well, to spur I you. I imagine, and I know chickens are different, but I imagine fighting an ostrich. Yeah. And those things can kick. Yeah, I mean, that that's right. That would be fun. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Plus, they got a little bit of flight to them, too. Yeah. You don't want that either. Yeah. If I can if I can get to my laser pointer quick enough <laughs> to get those lines chasing the laser pointer, sure. there you go. Yeah. Our last question comes from That's Our Bobo, and it's directed to me. Oh, no, it's not. No. It's, sorry. Our last question comes from That's Our Bobo. So Tiny doesn't respect the great Sir James Spann. What's it like doing a show with a heretic? <laughs> I don't, Let me answer for John. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tiny is, he's not weather aware, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you have helmets for your kids? Absolutely not. We don't either. <laughs> you know, like James is like, you need to get a bicycle helmet for your Pay kid. Pay no attention, John. It's just a bunch of liberal BS. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I looked at Dieter. I was like, "Here's the deal, Dieter. I don't want to go spend, you know, eighty dollars on bicycle helmets." Back when that was getting fired up or whatever, yes. I was like, "If a two by four goes through one of their skulls, then two by four just goes through one of their skulls." The Lord gave us all a natural helmet. It's called the skull. <laughs> I have never made my kids wear a helmet on a bicycle. <laughs> I, because my kids aren't sissies. Well, this is the thing, like, growing up, if you saw a kid, you know, and this is like when Rad was out, we were doing all kind of stupid <laughs> yeah. stuff on bicycles. Yeah. If you saw somebody who wasn't, like, on a BMX track with a helmet on riding around, mm-hmm. we would mercilessly, merciless, I, we would have no mercy yeah. on them. Yes. I can't get that word out. <laughs> And we would make fun of them for forever. And so I just couldn't make my kids do it, you know? Yeah, and in all seriousness, yes, helmets are important. Sure. And I don't want to... I don't want to now, these days, yeah. mercilessly make fun of people with helmets. We're just telling you what yeah. it was like in the 80s. Right, exactly. It's accepted now. Yeah. Like, and, and my kids, they don't ride bikes anyway, <laughs> unless it's on a video game. <laughs> they, so, But, like, your neighbors will look at you. Like we like, you know, we used to go walking through the neighborhood, yeah. the old neighborhood, kids riding their bicycles, you know, and there's like other families out there, their kids got helmets and elbow pads on. <laughs> yeah. My kids is out there living, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they would look at me like, how can you do this to your children? And mm-hmm. I'm like, Man, look, if if a bike injury takes them out, then it just takes them out. I would I'm gonna roll the dice on this one. I remember I had a pair of rollerblades when I was like 10. Okay. Uh, I, I would wear, but I don't, I didn't wear a helmet. No. With rollerblades. I don't either. I why we can't <laughs> pronounce Mercy <laughs> or Massachusetts. I or, remember I wore some wrist guards because they looked kind of cool. Okay. You know? I had some fingerless gloves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But it was because they looked kind of cool. Sure. It wasn't because I was worried about breaking my wrist. There was about a five-year swing where rollerblading was real cool. Yeah. And then it became real uncool real quick. And yes. it's made a comeback. You know? Like, it's cool now. Uh-huh. Again. And you were famous for your wheelies or heelies or whatever they call. Yes. You should get another pair. Well, I, do they make them anymore? I don't know I'm if they make them. Surely somebody does. Tara made me sell the other pair. And the other pair I had. <laughs> she made you sell them. <laughs> well, uh, 
Spoiler alert, they didn't make size 14 Heelys. Okay. They maxed out at 12. Okay. But I would cram my feet into a size 12 because they were just so awesome. Sure. You know? Yeah. So. Well, uh, yeah. I, I So I'm not a big believer in helmets mm-hmm. <laughs> for tornadoes or bicycle riding or skateboard. We got a skateboard. Luckily, nobody really got into skateboarding because once you start skateboarding, that's when you start doing drugs and vandalism. <laughs> Everybody knows that. And smoking. And yeah, you're smoking cigarettes <laughs> and heavy petting with your girlfriend and all that stuff. We don't use the term heavy petting enough. That was thrown around a lot when I was in youth group. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, now, I, 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 I was a few years behind you, and I went to another church, but yeah. I actually... Never heard that term. Oh, for real? The only person I ever heard say that was my mom when she talked about her dating okay. life when she was a teenager. Well, I did go to like, you know, a yeah. real small church. Uh-huh. My youth group was like me and four or five other people. Yeah, so. I was always told uh, no sex, no premarital sex. Sure. They never said no heavy petting. Okay, that was all that's all above board. I, I, guess, I guess that's so. why I participated. <laughs> That's all above board, I guess. (laughs) All right. Oh, mercy. Well, I believe that'll about do it for this show. Sure. But one thing that we have to do before we end this free show is we have to thank our patrons. And I got logged out. Oh, no. So I have to. Well, I know Mick Wills won. We would like to thank everyone who supports this show. Thank you all so much. We would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco. Congratulations on your engagement, by the way. Oh, okay, I saw some yeah. Facebook pictures. I did, too. Yeah, look, very cute couple. Yeah. Uh, Miss Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White. I think I left that out last week. Okay. Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Will. We all thank you so much for supporting what we do. It's, it's really amazing. Yes. I'm continually surprised that <laughs> yes. you continually support us. And if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have a few tiers, but if you get at the $5 tier, we have an extended show every single week, and we also occasionally do exclusive shows. That's patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension today? We're going to give an update on QAnon Shaman. Nice. So this is your chance to join the Patreon (laughs) to see what's going on with QAnon Shaman. Uh, I have a story about K-pop. Okay. And the drastic measures Kim Jong-un is taking to keep (laughs) it from spreading into North Korea. Okay. (laughs) So. All right. Uh, You got anything else? Nope. Just hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and that uh, you spend a lot of time with your friends and family and loved ones and Mm -hmm. take it all in. And remember, no joke, Jesus is the reason for the season. So, um, you know, maybe read through Luke, you know, just get a complete picture of what's going on. But if you are one of those that celebrates Kwanzaa, Hanukkah sure. or solstice. Yeah. Happy that too. Yeah, I agree. I don't know all the greetings. Happy Hanukkah. I'm not sure if Hanukkah's over with or not. 
I have no idea. I, don't know, I hadn't checked. I used to have a calendar that had it on it. And now I don't have one mm-hmm. that has it on it. And uh, I don't know what ha- is the happy Kwanzaa. Uh, we, yeah. we hope you had eight crazy nights. <laughs> well, that's Hanukkah, right? That's not <laughs> oh, Kwanzaa. <yeah. laughs> well, man, we, like I say, we're dumb, but we're smart enough to know we're dumb. Right. And I feel like that's a huge advantage we have. Yes. Happy whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. We can't well, say that because we're Christian. We'll get canceled. Well, so we're contributing to, to the Merry war Christmas. on Christmas That's if right. we say that. The war on Christmas is not going to win on this podcast. Which, I, and I, I know this is we're, we've done got off off base here, but like you know, Xmas. Like sure. my family was big on no merry, happy Xmas. Yeah, you right. got to say because they're trying to take Christ. Sure. Which, but I, I believe I did some research. I think that originally came from the X was an abbreviation right. because that was how they abbreviated his name in Greek. Yeah. The, if I'm not mistaken. The Greek letter X is chi or yes. C-H-I. I'm uh-huh. not sure exactly how you pronounce it. Coincidentally, this is how is the beginning of Christ. So mm-hmm. a lot of people say that's where that got its origin. I right. Don't know. I don't know if that's revisionist history or not. <laughs> the first time I ever saw it was in a Peanuts cartoon. Yeah. So I just know it's big time. This is Saturnalia season with all my uh, pagan friends out there, <laughs> you know, who are trying to remind me that I'm sorry you guys lost the PR battle <laughs> on your holiday and we just took it over, you know. Hey, don't 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 feel too bad because you got Halloween back. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did a big time taking Halloween back. Say, we had that. Yeah. And y'all straight up just took, took it, back. it from us. Just <laughs> took it from us. No mercy. All Saints Day? Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, the day that uh Martin Luther decided to split from the church, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't even worry about that. It's Halloween, baby. <laughs> All right, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We got some show art. You can check that out, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a... Discord server where you can chat with us, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? It is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons. Welcome to the extended show where we talk about K-pop and we talk about... QAnon shaman. And sometimes we talk about people we know in real life. Sure. <laughs> Have I? That would get us in trouble.